Okay. My number one is... Start, start at the bottom. My least favorite is two. Okay. Okay. Five. Okay. Whoa. One. Okay. Six. Got it. Uh-huh. Four. Can I stop you? Yeah. Will you read these back and say like number eight? Say the title of the movie? Yeah. Okay. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. It's just going to be like hard. <clears throat> okay. My least favorite. Number two. Say number eight and then the title of the movie. What? When when we do these rankings, if you just say it'll just us be like saying oh, numbers. Oh, eight, eight, got it. it. It sounds confusing. Got it, got when it, got it. People are listening to it. Number eight, two. That's you almost guys. worse. <laughs> got it. Say number eight. Yeah. Got it. Number eight, chamber. <laughs> That's just more numbers. <laughs> number eight is two. Was number that four confusing is three. or am I stupid? <laughs> I, there was a roundabout way we yeah, got yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, I'm so sorry. Number four, Deathly Hallows Part Two. Number. three off. I think you said five twice. <laughs> That's so hard. I'm numbering my mouth. It's, 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 it's fine. Hard. Do your top three. Okay, my top, my top three are... Do you want to go next, Ryan? Yeah, hold on. I'm so sorry. I, I realized I... I messed up the whole thing doing this. No, you did a great thing. You did. Messed it up. I just took your chair over. And there she goes. <laughs> Welcome everyone to another episode of Wife Watches. I'm here, Jason, as the host. I've got with me the subject. Courtney, wife. We also have special guest. Ryan, not wife. Ryan. It sounded like, the way you introduced yourself sounded like a handshake was coming next. <laughs> Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, I also wanted to ask you about something else. Okay. I thought I might have heard about it from you already. Oh, wow. I was surprised as it was happening that we weren't talking about it in real time. Got it. Did you get tickets for Spider-Man No Way Home? Of course I did. I actually thought about texting you, but it was very late at night. Yeah, that was kind of my thing too. But I guess I should have. <laughs> well, okay. I want to know at what time, at what time, okay, Mountain well, Standard Time, did you get tickets? I was stupid and didn't do the math correctly in my head and didn't even try till midnight when I think I could have tried at 10. Where were you trying to get them from? Megaplex. You wouldn't have had no luck. Oh, well, first off, Megaplex did not sell them until 12 a.m. our time. Mountain time. Yes. Okay, that makes me feel better. But it was... Okay, I had my phone on the Megaplex app just taking years to load. Crazy. Set it down. Get my laptop. Yep. Get on the Megaplex website. Yep. Click coming soon. Also taking 100 years to load. Yep. So I'm just sitting there with both devices, keeping them awake. Finally, my phone worked, and I was able to get decent seats. One of my purchases timed out. On my phone, on the phone app, because it took so long oh, to load. I got close. I actually got, I actually got better seats, like going back in, because clearly it's been doing it to so many other people, oh, so they lost the seats they had. So I got, I ended up getting better seats. Yeah. Someone else's seats that they lost. Oh wow. No, honestly, the seats I got were pretty comparable to seats I just would have picked. Um, Same. Yeah. Even like the row, like the row, my favorite row. <laughs> is it? Is it K? <laughs> no, I. Depending on the theater, it's like. M or N? He's an N guy. Oh, you're a little farther back than I am. I am. Well, I like to. I like to get like the whole kind of picture in my. Yeah. I respect. I have a note on my phone of all the different theaters and their preferred, the preferred rows. Ryan, Ryan, I do too. You gotta know. 
And I'll even have like. You guys are psychopaths. I'm just kidding. You know what you like. You know what you like. Auditorium five at Thanksgiving. Because nothing is worse than sitting down and being like, shit, I am too close or too far. Um, yes. Or what you think is the bar row, and it's not. I've always wondered if the luxury seats are too close for they're, IMAX. They're a little close, but they're not too close. They seem so close. You still going to Geneva? No, I. No offense to anyone in Utah County, but I can't go to Geneva anymore. Hey, look, I feel like I'm probably experiencing this with you, Ryan, but I have also kind of sworn off Thanksgiving Point. Wait. Unless it's the my last option. Yeah. I, however, can do the Cinemarks in Utah County for the most part. American Fork is okay. fine. I guess two things. One, it was so annoying that everything was like crashing, but also like, wow, movies are back. People really want these tickets. <sighs> okay, Ryan. So it sounds like you missed a lot of the drama. I was seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter. <laughs> So I didn't know I didn't know when it was gonna drop. I thought they might be at ten. So at ten PM I was like ready to roll. Uh-huh. And I I like sat through everything as Regal, Cinemark, AMC, Whoa. and Fandango oh. crashed completely. Wow. Like not even like Cinemark went to like bad gateway page. Oh, oh no. wow. That's so like amazing. I, ha- I I don't understand. I don't this didn't happen for Endgame. Like, how did they... No, or like Star Wars. How did they not <laughs> estimate how many people would be... Maybe they just. Maybe that's part of the pandemic. They were like, it won't be as much as... I don't know. But I, I feel like, know. like, why wouldn't it be capable of handling the traffic then and not now? Well, okay, I have a theory about that. And I'd have, maybe, maybe I'm wrong about this. I feel like I didn't know the specific time Avengers or Star Wars was dropping. I just set an alarm for like 6 a.m. and woke up and hurried yeah. and booked one. Yeah. Because maybe the problem was everyone knew the exact moment, so everyone all jumped on at once. It was crazy. Chaos. And even Megaplex, they weren't selling them at 12, but I think a lot, so many people were checking that that site also was completely backlogged. Yeah. Well, I was like watching on Twitter, people were going to like the kiosks to try to find them, but they like weren't opening, selling them till midnight either. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Wow. It was a wild time. I only had like five minutes of inconvenience. <laughs> I, I watched it like on and off for like two hours. Oh, wow. So what time are you going on Thursday? Well, in a panic, I bought multiple. Got it. So I have one at like 640 on Thursday at Valley Fair. Oh, and then another at 930 about. at the district. Is that what you have? I'm 930 at the district. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. What seat are you? I'm row uh, M. Of course you are. You're an M guy. I also bought tickets for Thursday night and Friday, just in case. I was was like, I was panicking. Yeah. I was like, I'll get this sorted out later. Just get the damn tickets. It was crazy. I'm K. Whoa. Okay. Fun. Do you know what seat number? It's probably like 21 around there. Because they're like, I'm 20 and 21. That's because that's the best. That's right in the middle of the It's in the middle of theater. Wow. Ryan. How'd you guys score those seats? I don't know, honestly. Honestly, it's because the Megaplex app screwed someone else over, and I got, got their seats. Got yeah, because at first I was like on the end of the row, and I'm like, "This will be, this will fly." Because it's funny how much you throw out. Like I had like perfectly like, "Hey, I definitely want this showing like these seats." Mm-hmm. And then the minute you're like, "Maybe I won't even get tickets," so you like, really whatever. Just, you, like your standards like completely reset, and you're like, "I just want a seat there." I, I was definitely on the side for Endgame and didn't care. <laughs> 2019 me was a lot more easygoing. Do you think part of that is because everyone's curious about nobody wants to, it to be spoiled for them? So they, about like the Spider-Man. But also just people want to see it. Like, right, yeah. Night up. I think you have a lot of Marvel fans 
they're excited, but then also there's a lot of people that are just Spider-Man fans. Yeah. It's also like, there's no Star Wars. It's like the Christmas movie. Honestly. Because yeah. the only People aren't taking their kids to see Matrix. Or Kingsman. Like. Yeah, they're seeing Spider-Man. That, yeah. That's going to be like the Christmas movie. Yeah. It's the family movie. It really is. Thanksgiving's was Ghostbusters. Yeah. Holy shit, Ryan. No. Ryan. Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Ryan. Oh, Ryan. 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 We had the craziest people. Ryan. Oh. One of the worst. I know we always have a worst, uh-huh. but somehow we top it. Okay. Every time. This is like a top five. No. Though, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top, top five. Top five. For sure. and this the was in worst. Texas. The worst was when we saw Widows and the guy was like scratching on his hair and he was like eating. But We've we had f- a lot of really bad ones, as you know. They find us. But this one, uh-huh. um, mother and her nephew or something i guess i don't know what the relationship was but they're more than more they had like a group of like six but it was specifically these two right behind she us she was like in her late 40s probably yep. and every little thing was just like oh that's oh. i i'm oh, not we are not ha, yeah we are not exaggerating you know how like um phoebe uh-huh. was like saying like lame jokes right after every lame joke, she'd be like, oh, no. Oh my God. Literally every single thing. So we moved. And when Annie, you know, Annie Potts shows up, she's like the yeah. receptionist. She'll yeah. up for a second. She's like, well, there, there she is. Oh, my God. And I don't want her pointing. I don't want her like yeah. Stan Leeing this whole time. We but. just kept turning around, looking, and just nothing. Didn't even know. Didn't even, like, Did not even notice. It was so bad. Just doing her own DVD commentary. Seriously. Amy told us at one point after we'd left that the part where they like slide down the pole uh-huh. that she just went oh, a pole oh my gosh <laughs> i didn't have anything fine. that terrible happen there was these two women down on the back front row like the floor but the back row and throughout the movie would pull out their phone not to do anything <gasps> but go on instagram oh no and it's like the whole theater can see that you're not doing anything but going on instagram you've lost your phone privileges or when people just scroll oh. an email Anyway, why are we here today? (laughs) (laughs) Courtney, what movie are we watching? We're watching Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. What do you know about this movie? I know there's a snake in it. Okay. It's one of the Horcruxes. They're just going after the Horcruxes now to get rid of Voldemort. You're right. That's the mission. That's about it. Do you remember how it ends or like anything that happens? I think Snape dies. There are casualties, I can confirm. Okay. It was kind of like there's a major death at the end of every one. And then this one, it's like they kind of let loose a little bit. Yeah, I just think Snape dies, but that's all I really remember. Okay. Or don't remember. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. Because you definitely didn't read this book. No. You definitely didn't read a lot of these books. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but I do remember seeing this after college. Okay. After my first year of college. Yeah, yeah. Which is so weird. It was like second grade to college. Like we grew up with Harry. Well, Ryan and I did. Yeah. Um, you were I, at <laughs> least aware of it, but we were the ones that experienced sure, it. Along with sure. everyone else in our age, sha, sha, in sha. Our age group across the country. You know, shame on me. Shame world. on me. I think I said this last time, but uh, these are probably the two movies I've seen the least. Um, probably because there's two of them and they're long. I guess they're all long. I don't have a good reason. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely went at midnight to see the movie. Had a great time. This was kind of, I feel like, not the start, but maybe you can speak better to this, of the let's take the last book and change it into two. Let's do that with every young adult novel series adaptation. And we were headed into the YSA peak. Renaissance? <laughs> Renaissance. Yeah. Have we left that firmly? That's dead, right? Those don't do well anymore. No, yeah. They, it was like they were taking anything they could. They're like, let's just milk this while we, while we got them on the hook still. 
I guess as far as plot, I can remember a lot of things that happen in this book. I know the the start and the end points, but there's a lot in the middle that I just don't remember. I actually have a pretty good memory of this, even though I think I've only read the book one time, but... Okay. <laughs> that wasn't a flex or anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> but this is like the this is like the side quest. We got to go get this now, then this now, then this now. Mm-hmm. I went to like a midnight book premiere of this last book. Uh-huh. Were you uh, dressed up? Uh, no, I wasn't, but... Did you dress um, up for any of them? For the books? No, for the movies. No, I didn't. Got it? No. No, please. I did. Did you really? Yeah. I'm trying to make up for lost time. Actually, I think I just wore, like, glasses. Great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Drew a scar on your forehead. Oh, the least amount of work. Yeah. When we did go for, like, the book unveiling, we did. they did have, like, the local drama teacher come and read the first chapter. Oh, and that's And he fun. was dressed up like a wizard. Oh, wow. So that well, there was that. And then, yeah, I saw these at, like, midnight. It was really fun. I remember I saw part two on the front row, and it didn't bother me at all. And now the thought of that seems awful. You're older now. I can't even think about that. I don't understand how that would have, like, logistically even worked i would have like seen what was going on the thing is i don't like the back row oh i used to be a back row bitch well you probably didn't bother you because you're so used to seeing your computer screen across the room (laughs) (laughs) whoa shots fired sorry sorry coming in hot tonight sorry a little bit of context there's not much else to say but everyone agreed they wanted to split this into two movies um, just to like service the whole story and everything. They were like, I don't know how we're going to put all this into one movie like we've been doing. Right. Sure. The one nice thing about it is I feel like it's the only true, except for maybe the first two, it's one of the only ones that feels like a proper adaptation of all of the story elements mm-hmm. because it's given the right amount of time. Mm-hmm. But because of that, I feel like there's a weird off balance where like movies one and two, the pacing kind of fits. Three, four, five, six all feel pretty rushed. And then this feels like we're breathing again. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. When do you think they'll do like a miniseries? Like, I, I don't, don't think these will ever be movies again, right? Mm. Like, they'll probably be miniseries. Well, the way it's trending now, it probably would make more sense to do it as a, a series because people are just like throwing money to do like an HBO Max yeah. show or like Netflix. Here's the thing. They're already doing the Fantastic Beast movie. There's apparently, there's one coming out next year and allegedly two more on the line. So that's like, what, another six or seven years? Yeah. And they're like firmly set within this continuity. And then I, I guarantee you they find some way to adapt The Cursed Child. Mm. I bet you they find some way to make a Cursed Child movie with them now all grown up. Whoa. I don't know when that is, though. I'm just saying there's at least like 10, potentially 15 years before so the idea be of re- like, rebooting this is even like an idea. It'll be like a Star Wars reboot to our parents. Like, that'll be, like... I don't know. Do people get so mad? Like, don't don't touch these. Like Yeah, interesting. I don't know. Like, how precious are people about the movies themselves in a vacuum? Or is it, like, the the property? But if you're like, well, you could really do a really good retelling. better. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think they should. Like, I think it'd be smart yeah, to do, like... Yeah, that'd be cool. But I also don't have, like, tons of... I'm not precious about them. Well, the other nice thing, too, is, like, the way that TV series work now, it's much more, like, content-based than, like, having to fill, like, a 22-episode schedule like they used to be. Yeah. So now you, you really could, like... There's time. Stretch them out, like, have the first couple seasons be, like, six or seven episodes, and then the latter seasons be, like, 13. You could, mm-hmm. like, fit it for the content that's there. I don't know. The year is 2010. Barack Obama is president. Remember him? <laughs> All right, this movie came out in November of 2010, so I'm going to ask you, what was the top song? 
Oh, 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 oh. Um, it's a big one? Oh, I, I'm guessing. So this was my senior year of high school. Well, oh. November. Of 2010. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was my first year. Fr- I was a freshman in college. Okay. You're right. You're right. Um, Dynamite? No, but that that was in September. Kesha? Oh no. Oh, my God. Give us a genre. Yeah. Um, it's a little romantic. It was on so many wedding wedding songs for, like, this fall and going into 2011. Oh. I hate it. Because it really was like, I'm so sick of this stupid song. Was it Christina Perry? No. Good guess. Okay. I give up. Just the Way You Are, Bruno Mars. Oh, oh just the way. It was dethroned the next day by Just a Dream by Nelly, which I don't even know what that is. Is that the same? Is that the song that's like, sometimes when I think about you? No. Late yeah. night. Okay. That's a current song. <laughs> In the middle of June. Right, you know I'm bad at music. No, uh, the one with Nelly is like Nelly and Tim McGraw. Oh, like, I was thinking about her, thinking about me, oh, what thinking about us. us. What we gonna, gonna be? Yeah, that's oh that gosh. song. I don't even think I know that song. Okay. Some other 2010 things, just to like place you. The Lost Finale. I don't know if you guys watched that. I did no, not. No, sorry. People were pissed. I spent all of summer 2011 getting caught up on Lost. Brian and I are just bored. Lost was a personality that summer. <laughs> Lost was a personality for a decade. It was. I know it's like very basic to yeah, say Yeah, here this, you go as a personality. But I got so sucked into that show. Um, also big 2010 things. Kesha, Katy Perry, Justin Bieber, Baby. Whoa. Lady Gaga's meat dress. That was 2010? Yeah. Whoa. Instagram debuted. Okay. I do remember that. Yeah, I do. WikiLeaks, Angry Birds. Oh, hell. Oh, this was like so 2010, but I forgot all about it. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Oh, oh my God. Do you remember that? Took People were like, <laughs> yes. this, this is what viral is. Yes. Courtney, did you ever have a client ask you to make something go viral? Yes, that's happened several times to me. So for 10,000, we can put this video up. For 20,000, we can make it go viral. <laughs> well, that that's it. That's all I got for 2010. I feel like slouchy beanies were a thing in 2010. Totally. Also just like sort of indie core it was about to be prime Zoe Deschanel. Oh, it girl. New Girl was like oh. next year. It was like songs like this. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go eat our Jimmy John? I'm uh, please, starving. I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Save that bitch. All right, bye. Okay, bye. Say bye. 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 What did we watch, everyone? We watched Harry, Harry Potter, Potter and the Deathly, Deathly Hallows, Hallows Part, part one. 1 and Harry Potter, Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Hi, Hi Harry! Harry. <laughs> uh, we're done. We did we're it. Do- I'm heartbroken. I'm so sad. I, I want to watch more of these. I want to start over. They're my best friends now. It's been eight weeks. Oh my gosh. Now it's Christmas. We have longer hair. <laughs> different. I do. I've gained weight. Who hasn't? It was Thanksgiving, right? It was Thanksgiving. Okay. I've just been eating purely candy. So, like, stopping at the gas station just for candy on my way home from places lately. That's something you deserve. I will say that. Thank you. Brian, that's expensive candy, though. Oh, that's but true. listen, I never want to be caught at home without candy, you know? Uh, good point. You look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of candy? Oh, wait, let me guess. Okay. We're not doing symphony bars at the gas station. 
Symphony not. bars for you Did are you a movie to? theater. Ryan, I, Ryan gets down with I the symphony bars. I love bar. symphony bars. Here's the thing, though. Okay. I kind of obsess about a candy for a while, and then I move on. Oh. Never do I stop liking it. Okay, so we're not doing Sour Skeddy anymore. No, oh. we're not doing Sour Skeddy anymore. Sour Skittles. We are doing Whoa. Sour Skittles. Okay. Wow, I know your candy <laughs> preference is like the back of my hand. I know how you feel, though. I get kind of burnt out. Like, I'm a little burnt out of re-sticks because I went hard on them for like four years. I get it. It was <laughs> Four years? It was like, <laughs> Should I stop buying them? I, every time I see them, I'm like, dude, you don't like these. I know. And every time you're like, I got you some treats. Oh, I'm also into 100 grands right now. That's kind of bled over from Halloween. I love 100 grands. Listen, there's a new kind of king size that are two giant squares. Oh. Squares. They are experimenting. It's the crunchy... And the caramel. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I love those. I've also been in, very into chocolate-covered cinnamon bears. Oh, I, lo- I enjoy bears, a chocolate I feel like they're a very bear. dividing candy. Yeah. Ryan, the other day, you lobbed a little softball, thinking you were, <laughs> were going to find some camaraderie, <laughs> and we just threw it right back at you. I just wanted to know if people are into chocolate oranges oh, around right. the holidays. I am. So <laughs> if there's anyone else who likes chocolate oranges, I'd, I'd love to know. Yeah. yeah. Did we talk about eggnog? I like eggnog. I don't think I've had eggnog. Eggnog's just like fine to me. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Long detour. Talking about chocolate. What did we think about the movies? Oh, wow. <laughs> Truly, it's been a decade since I've seen these. The one time I saw both of them. I had, I had like so many questions when things would happen for you if you knew that was going to happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. I completely... F- Are we just melding these together? Yeah, because they're like well. one the story. Yeah, I was completely shocked when Remus and Tonks are dead. Here's the thing, okay? I don't think, like, even though I've seen these movies, I was 18 and 19 when I saw them. I hadn't read the books. Well, you never read any of the books. No. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, no, I never read the books. Wow. I always went to the Isn't midnight. Isn't that weird because like everyone your age was reading them. <laughs> I always went to the midnight showings with my friends once I got old enough. I think we were just like goofing off. During the movie? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh. I know. <laughs> I I can't like tough look. I don't remember doing that, but I also don't remember these movies. <laughs> like these last two Surely, like, you were picking up the vibes of when things would get serious, though. You weren't, yeah, like... Yeah, no, 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 no. You were like, no. dicking around during, like... No, we okay. weren't, like, running around. We were just, like... I think I was probably just, like, well, like, not paying attention to stuff. I remembered the stuff in the... Ca- I remembered the, the second... Part two a lot better than I remembered part one. This one, I don't know who... I, I might have gone with my family. I just was very confused. And, like, you know how when you're very confused in a movie and you just kind of check out? I think that's probably what was going on. I'm not kidding. There, It was like I was seeing part one for the first time. Like, I do not remember it. That's kind Except of fun. Except I do remember the old woman and the snake, obviously. Oh. In um, Godric's Hollow. Yeah, this is going to turn into a snake. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's going to turn into Nagini. Well, I, you, at one point you were like, is there a movie where they're just hanging out in the woods a lot? Or you're like, where they're camping? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And that's that's this one. Well, these movies are interesting. This is it's kind of hard. It's good to watch them as a complete set because it feels yeah. like a, a, like a whole complete story. Yeah. I'm not surprised that you don't really remember a lot of the first one because 
it's like the first one is like act one and two of a story. It's all set up. And then yeah. part two is all payoff. Mm-hmm. I almost am surprised how quickly they get to the castle in the second one. I'm like, well, we're already yeah. here and here we go. Totally. Yeah. Um, they spend like the whole time at the castle. Yeah. So the first one I feel like kind of inherits a lot of the problems that happen when you're adapting books to movies where it can feel very episodic. A lot of fade to black. Yes. Yeah. We found something. We run. We hide. We found something. Run. We hide. We went here. We lost something. We found. There's probably like six different like cycles in that one. So I think that's probably why to you it blended together or didn't really mean very much. Yeah. This is also the problem of adapting the books like while the books were coming out. There's a couple things that they have in this movie that should have been set up in earlier books or earlier movies. Yeah. Like he has that shard of glass. Yeah. They kind of explain it. it, but like... I was trying to remember like... Because so much of this is like, is this something I should remember from before? And I was like, is that the, a piece from the first movie that he gets? Because I know he gets... Doesn't he get the stone back, the sorcerer's stone? Oh, yeah. I was like, did that come from the first movie, The Mirror? That's the thing. So it's like... He, I don't... I didn't know. It's also hard if you don't know the books. You're looking at stuff and you're like, what do I need to know? Is that going to be explained to me? Should I know what that is? And that like kind of like sensory overload... Yeah. ...can kind of distract you throughout the movie. On that same note, this second one is so... And the first one, I guess. There's so much about the wands and like lore surrounding the, the wands. The history. Yeah. That like I could have... Like, it would have made things flow better if we talked. But maybe they did in the book. I don't know. They do. Well, and it's that's also funny you say that, too. This is something I sometimes will, like, bait Chris Hodgson about Harry Potter. Because he thinks they're, like, good, but will be will act like he hates them. But he does kind of be like, you can tell she's sort of, like, making up things as you go. I kind of disagree, but I also see what he means where it's like, the Deathly Hallows, those three items, play a huge role, obviously, in this movie. Right. That is something that's not really mentioned at all prior. Mm-hmm. Like, he has the cloak throughout the series, but yeah. it's kind of... Didn't you kind of just think that, that those just existed? Yeah. It wasn't like a specific cloak yes. that was just for him? And that's how I think it's even presented in the book. It's like, this was my dad's, now it's mine. That's the thing. So, like, you can kind of tell maybe she didn't quite have the pieces together for that. It's, it's not like she sat down, wrote them all seven, then released them. You know what I Which- mean? Which... I, I forgive. That's like it's what happens when you write a story over a decade. Right. Like, I don't think I would ever hold that against an author. Same. But it does kind of like all of a sudden you learn a lot about these three items. Yeah. In the last book, kind of out of nowhere a little bit. Yeah. It's a little muddied because you're looking for the Horcruxes and that's been like the focus. Yes. But now we're also looking maybe for these other three items. Uh-huh. The idea behind the Elder Wand is also they kind of get into it, but it's much more like logistically built in in the book where the way that the elder wand works is elemental to how Voldemort is stopped okay because he thinks he that the wand answers to him but like by a technicality it doesn't answer to him it answers to Harry Potter right and I think thematically it just fits where like Voldemort who all this time has been like everything is about not dying he is so vain where he's like I am the one who should live forever You've probably seen like memes like this, Ryan, where it's like comparing certain characters to the different brothers in the story of the tale of the three brothers, the three, you know, uh-huh. it's also kind of implied that Harry Potter descended from what the Peveril brother who took the cloak. And that's why it passed oh. down from father to son. Yeah. But so like the idea is that Voldemort is like the first brother who just desired the wand, he desired power and quest for power resulted in his death. Severus Snape is supposed to be like the second brother 
who wanted this resurrection stone because he longed after his lost love and that resulted in his death. Uh-huh. And then Harry, who was like the third brother who didn't want any of those things, but just wanted to kind of like protect himself and other people and he got the cloak. And it talks about how he greeted death like an old friend, which is how Harry finally accepts. He's like, I am going to now die. Huh. And then there's also these like little thematic things that people pointed out where like death is very much like Dumbledore, who at one point had all of the Hallows, much like death does in the story. Mm-hmm. He had the Elder Wand. He's the one who gave the cloak to Harry from his dad. And he's also the one who had the Resurrection Stone and gave it to Harry oh, in the Snitch. Yeah. And when Harry greets death like an old friend... It's when Dumbledore. he dies, he greets he meets Dumbledore, oh, his old friend. Yeah, I like I like thematically why they're why they're tied into this one, but it is it does kind of seem I can see why people are like this kind of felt out of nowhere, but I also like it. Yeah, it's, I also like it. I like it more now that you've explained that. Well, you shared your theory with me. To be fair, yeah, somebody shared their I, theory. With I saw him even. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. <laughs> Another thing I thought about with the Deathly Hallows, because there's like the symbol of them, right? Mm-hmm. The wand, the stone, and the cloak. Have you like seen those on like bumper stickers on cars? Yeah. Or like the odd like tattoo? That was very much a thing. I saw that tattoo on a guy at uh, Dutch Brothers the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Dutch Bros. Dutch Bros. I was curious if there are other deaths or things that happened that surprised you. Well, Lavender Brown just got the shit eaten out of her. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That sucked. That's a for her. for her. Did you remember that Fred dies? Yes, I did. Did you remember that Snape is a good guy? Yes, I did. Okay. But up until the last second, I was like, am I wrong about this? Did you know that watching the other movies? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But I couldn't piece it together. And up until literally the last second, I just was kind of like what is redeeming about him? Like, I can't... Until he goes and he sees his memories. Okay. Did you think that Harry Potter was going to die? No. (laughs) Don't laugh, because I'm pretty sure every one of us did. Some of us did. Wow. But really, I I remember, like, before this book came out, like, people in school kind of thinking, like, after it was between six and seven, where they were like, we knew what Horcruxes were. I remember people being like, do you think the scar is a Horcrux? I was like, no, no. And I kind of was like, it would make sense for him to die and then yeah, have his it, friends continue it, totally. on without him. Why doesn't he have to die? I don't really know. I think they just made it. Because that's God's will. Yeah, I don't question it. I think Ra- I think Rowling probably just made a choice that she didn't want him to die. Well, okay, I have a couple tidbits about these movies and then we just have our notes, right? I don't have yeah. a whole lot, honestly, to talk okay. about. Jamie Waylett is his name. He didn't come back as Crab, which is one of Malfoy's yeah. flunkies. Yes. Because he was caught... Growing cannabis in his mom's house oh my in gosh. 2009. What a stupid... But also just like the most crab thing. <laughs> it's also funny because I remember being like a lot more serious when I first heard it. I thought it was like cocaine. But like... Maybe it was meth. Well, cannabis in 2010 to me was like I guess, cocaine. Yeah. Pretty yeah. serious. So I was like, wow, weed? Wow, what a ruffian. He really... Man, those huh. child actors. Well, the funniest detail to me is is in his mom's house. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe, over the course of the series, had his scar applied 2,000 times. And, oh, whoa. and he went through 180 pairs of prop glasses. Wow. J.K. Rowling told Alan Rickman privately Snape's backstory early on. She told him the plans. Bingo. He knew a secret that no one else in the world besides her knew. Yeah. Do you guys always see those things that are like pictures of Alan Rickman in a chair and it says that quote? Always. Yeah. <laughs> After all this time. Okay, I have a question. So but in the resurrection stone scene. Mm-hmm. Lily says always. Mm-hmm. And people have been like, oh, 
that's a clue that she is like kind of has feelings for Snape because that was like his phrase. I think that's kind of weird. I don't think that's true. I don't want it to be true. Your husband is right there and you're saying that to your son. Yeah. It'd be weird to like have a coded phrase that actually is about (laughs) this other guy that was into you. Well, and I think it like it like tries to play on the fact that they were childhood friends, which is a different kind of friend than a lover. It's also a pretty innocuous word in a vacuum. Like that word, the word always can be used in a lot of... It's not like... you, well, she's clearly winking at the audience, being yeah. like, "This is for Snape, really." Anytime I answer a question, I always am like, "I don't know," because I don't know these books. But like, could you also? Ryan and I just shared his eyebrows. <laughs> you guys just both say, "Then shut up." <laughs> like, what if she like said that as like a? I mean, you would have a lot of love for someone who protected your child for ten, like a decade. But why would she be saying that just something to Harry with he has no context of that what that word means? I do wonder if it was put in for that reason. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Just some sort of like But also then it's it's just like right on the line of too weird if it is. Because her husband's right there. Oh, you guys have a lot of strong feelings about this. I could go either <laughs> way. <laughs> it doesn't bother I've thought me. About, well, it's only I only have strong feelings because I've seen people with strong feelings sure. go like kind of on Twitter about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't think that's what it is. I accept your rejection. Voldemort's appearance gets increasingly worse as each Horcrux is destroyed. Uh Um, His eyes get more hollowed and lesions appear on his skin. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. He does get grosser. Okay, I have a question. What were the bats in the room of requirement? Oh, those little things flopping around? Yeah, they just kind of appeared and you're like, that's going to be something. You know what they are, Ryan? I couldn't remember what Those they were. Those were Cornish pixies. Uh, Why were they? Laugh if you want, Mr. Finnegan. <laughs> See what you make of them. Okay, fine. Did you feel so much stress when he gets into the room of requirement and it's just so huge and there's yeah. a million things in there? And you're like, <laughs> how are you supposed to find like a tiny little tiara? Every time they're just like, Accio Horcrux. You want to like yell at the TV like, that doesn't work. But, but, it you, might. but you try it. You get, but you, you exhaust all your options. Because if it if you uh, find out later that it did, horcrux. and you're like, I could have saved a lot of time. It works with one Horcrux, but not all Horcruxes. Did you also, when you were reading the books, Ryan, did you were, were you like, oh, there's still like three left. When like they get to Hogwarts, you're like, how? Oh, and there's only this many pages left. Well, because I don't think that, I don't think you find out Nagini is one of them until the end too. Nagini. Okay. Isn't it so creepy that he walks around barefoot? His He's robe is flowing. He's always barefoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He is perverted. Nagini. Nagini. Kill. Kill Nagini. Does it go into what Nagini is? So, okay. I can't remember. I haven't seen the second Fantastic Beast movie. The second one. Isn't she someone, like a person turned into the snake? I think you're right. And I think people were pissed about it because it's kind of like a weird retcon. What? I haven't... I had no idea. Would you want to make a horcrux into a living thing? No, because it could die. Wouldn't you want to like hide it on like a... Hide it away. Well, I guess. But also, <laughs> it's something that can protect itself. Well, one, it's nice that he can like feel like a connection to the horcruxes. That kind of help the guide him where to go. Yeah. But there's also this thing where like Voldemort is very... Uh, very like proper and very arrogant, right? So everywhere he would hide his horcruxes were something that had to do with his own journey as a wizard or like the history of magic. Yes. So like the one that he hides in that cave when they go into the cave with the with like the the zombie things, right? That was a place that he used to go as a child to like torment kids that he didn't like. 
So he picked that as like his first spot where he understood that he had magic. Because you would think, just go somewhere random in the world, Mm -hmm. a random country, drop it somewhere. But he specifically picks places where people are like... That can be thought about and found. Yes. <laughs> and that's like part of his downfall in a lot of ways is like his he doesn't think of stuff. In fact, that's one detail that I, I understand why they do it in the movies because you just kind of... You, don't have, you need to explain information to the audience and the best way to do it is by, through conversation. Mm-hmm. But in the books, he doesn't realize the Horcruxes are being destroyed. So each time one gets destroyed, he's not, he's not really aware of it, I think, until the very end. Wow, that lowers the stakes a little bit. Well, what the reason I like it is because it's just one more thing where he keeps being undone by things he thinks are beneath him. Like, he is so high on his own bullshit. No one could possibly figure out what I did, that I made these horcruxes and I hid them so well. No one could ever find them. Interesting. And so the idea that someone is finding them, it doesn't even cross his mind. That's how he is ultimately, even like the thing with the Elder Wand, I, no one could possibly be, beat me at this because I'm the best. And that's ultimately what ends up like defeating him. him. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the necklace, the Horcrux that's like a necklace is just the ring to the, rule them all. The ring of power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. That is essentially what it is. Do you think that was done intentionally, like as an homage? Because if not, it is like, well, this is just. How could it not be? Yeah. Like <laughs> when Harry and Hermione are dancing. Like, it's uncomfortable. Well, you didn't like that? It's scene? just like trying to lighten the mood too much. It's just like, oh. I shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> I'm in training. Like, it's so weird. Like, <laughs> I completely forgot about the naked Harry and Hermione. How could you forget that? <laughs> it was, like, such a big, like... It was such a big like, deal. I, yeah, I remember that. Something in that same vein. Remember when Daniel Radcliffe did, like, a naked horse shoot or something? Was like and everyone play. was like, not he, my Harry Potter. He was, yeah, he was naked in a play. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe just like just like Anne Hathaway (laughs) in that nice movie about God. Now look at her. How does Peter Pettigrew not remember both Ron and then through him Harry? He like when he's like locking them up. Well, that's that's kind of like you're just like that is you were his rat for twelve years and Harry was around. (laughs) Well, a lot of those people know Ron and Hermione, so it's kind of like is this person who sort of looks like Harry Potter but his face is slightly disfigured. But hanging out with Ron and Hermione, is this Harry or not? We're <laughs> yes. not sure. And then the beginning of that movie just freaking locks you in. Like, when the girl is hanging above... Oh yeah. my gosh, that... That's <sighs> a mood. That, does. that is the first chapter of the book, and that's what my um, drama teacher read. Oh. At, at, uh, at the book opening when we got it at midnight. Wow. That's a... It's a chilling chapter, because she's just hanging so unnaturally, too. It's yes. very upsetting. And they're all just going about their day. Yeah. It's, it is very upsetting. Um, well, except Lucius. He looks like he's... Lucius he, is breaking down. He needs, a, he needs a couple good nights of rest. Yeah, he's falling apart. Um, and then for Harry Potter 2, I have a... a I mean, <laughs> Harry Potter 7 Part 2, I have a couple questions. Didn't they have Bellatrix's wand when they go to Gringotts? Yes. Why didn't they give it? They knew that her wand was missing. So when oh, Ringer looks like, he's yeah. like, he knows they're going to like, that's a way for them to know like. You're not the, her. Yeah, the impersonator. I also was just thinking at that point, how do you trust anyone when you can just use Polyjuice Potion? I don't know. Hmm. Well, that's probably why they asked for identification. Yeah. I also just wish there was like a time limit that everyone knew. It's always just a surprise when the Polyjuice wears off. No, yeah. it is an hour. Oh, it is? Yeah. The reason why it fell off when they were in the caves is because... Because the enchantment oh. brings. The enchant- yeah. Right, right, Including right, right. like when they put the Imperious Curse on mm-hmm. the on the goblin. 
Which is an unforgivable curse. They should be locked up in Azkaban. Why is that an unforgivable curse? Because you're controlling someone. Oh. They had to do it. Seems like it doesn't bother you very much. Well, you know what? I was also thinking, Harry doesn't finish school, but he defeats Voldemort. So would you even have to go back to school? You know, because if... (laughs) If we let it slide for one person, then, like, a lot of people are going to, like, try to get <laughs> Everybody's through. Everybody's going to try to freaking defeat Voldemort. Um, what was the stuff that, so, Hermione pulls out when they get out of the water? Oh, her Mary Poppins bag? Yeah. What does she put on their hands? I was like, oh, hand sanitizer. And then I was like, that is not hand sanitizer. <laughs> like, get out of the water. They get out of the water. She, she like, she, like, dunks. I want to say it's something like to, like, little... warm them up, but I can't remember. It's like a little vial. Sorry. I'm all over the place today like a little vial she and then they change their clothes but i was like oh it's gonna make their clothes dry and then it didn't oh i actually don't know if i caught that i don't know okay not important um you stumped us my last question why does bellatrix get like special treatment she's like i don't really know is she super like insightful like does she, is she just crazy so she gets she's always like right next to Voldemort she's like a t- well she's like a top lieutenant very loyal right and she's very she's loyal. always faithful yes Got it. Um, I did a quick google so something in the book that they don't mention in the movie is the things in Bellatrix's uh, vault multiply but then they also heat up and they start burning their hands oh yeah okay um so when they get out she gives them some like lotion to stop the burning on their hands wow that i wish they would have been like hot hot or something Ooh, ooh, ouch because you're kind of like okay well this isn't that dangerous you're just kind of like stuck yeah (laughs) i forgot that in the beginning of part one the heist is kind of fun um when they're dressed as like yeah. The people who oh, work yeah. in the ministry. Oh, that is fun. And Ron, the, the person who's Ron is funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When uh, Harry and Hermione and Ron, like, come through the tunnel with Neville, it has the energy of, like, coming back to your old job. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, you've moved on and done a lot of crazy things, but they're just still there. <laughs> In, in, in that part, does Neville kind of seem like he's trying to like put on like, I kind of know what's going on. <laughs> he shows up and he's like, he calls Aberforth Ab. He's like, oh, hey, Ab. He's like, we actually know each other pretty well. He like kind of has that energy. He's like, this is nothing. Seamus is worse. Hey, Ab, we've got a couple more coming through. I've been kind of top dog on campus all year. <laughs> and I got tall. But I was like waiting for him to be so hot, but he never really was. But That's, he it's is only in real life. Yeah, it is yeah. in real life, right? It looked like they kind of gave him like a prosthetic jaw. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yes. I think they do. Yeah, and I think for some of them he wore a fat suit. He, you're right. Yeah, he did. You're you are right, Ryan. You're correct. <laughs> I instantly had tears as soon as McGonagall steps in front of Harry in front of Snape. <laughs> Damn. I just got chills when you said that. It's like chill central. Yes. Like from that point on, really. It seems despite your exhaustive defensive strategies, you still have a bit of a security problem, Headmaster. I'm afraid it's quite extensive. How dare you stand where he stood? Tell them how it happened that night. Tell them how you looked him in the eye. A man who trusted you and killed him. Tell them. 
when they're guarding the castle, there's just this sense of like community oh and working together. And then McGonagall's just like getting things done. And like, like when the statues come to life, you're oh. like, even the castle is helping. <laughs> <laughs> Pierre Totem Locomotor! Do you like that at the end, it's the same actors as adults when they're like grown up? Yeah, I do. I do like that. Do you not? I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I think it would have been very jarring if it was. It would have been distracting. Yes. If it wasn't them. Fair. Even, I mean, it's a little bit because you're kind of like looking at the old age. Because they look kind of weird. (laughs) Well, it's like a mixture of makeup and CG. Uh Uh-huh. I don't think they really knew there was going to be any more story, but I imagine they were like, let's leave this open for this cast. Oh, if they could come back. Uh Uh-huh. Hermione has rich white lady hair at the very end. (laughs) It's just like that bun that every mom has. Jeannie just in her like... She looks like an early 2000s mom. (laughs) Well, Ron looked like kind of schlubby. I kind of like it. Ron is... Ron is hot in this one. He's just like kind of thick. <laughs> Arthur Weasley showed up and you like. You, I looked over you, at Ryan. You mugged. Oh. Yeah. He shows up and he does a little charm. Courtney, I I ran a poll recently, okay. yeah. leaving it up to the, the world. What do you what do you think? We, we saw, see. we saw, we saw. We, we saw, saw, we, we saw. know. It was the percentage was condemned. But what did people say to you? You said people messaged people were you like, directly. "Are you kidding me?" At work, Megan. Hi, Megan. At <laughs> <laughs> work, Megan was like, what did you post on Instagram? What did I post? She's like, Arthur Weasley? So we had a little conversation about that. She's like, can you chill, everybody? Edilf is subjective. <laughs> That's what I want everyone to get out of this. You know what? That's the argument you make when you're like on the losing side. You're like, well, it could mean, fine, a- it could mean fine. anything. Fine. That's fine. I don't think it's very subjective. I do because you could say someone's a DILF and I could disagree and that is the exact same thing. Oh, I mean it's subjective, but I don't mean that what a DILF, the definition of DILF is not subjective. Okay. It literally means. Yes. Someone who's a dad. Sexually attracted to. So you want to f*** Arthur Weasley. Yes, because, (laughs) because, because he can provide. And I'm glad we're on the record with that. (laughs) And that's what I'm saying that. A majority of people I asked, I had a record number of people participate in that poll. Wow. Over all the polls I ever put up. People, people are passionate. People came up for it. and Okay, well, let me let me opinion. share some two other things from two people okay. who also reached out to me. Oh and said, one said, I wish, or I was thinking the other day that I would love to be Molly Weasley. Okay. The other one said, yes, Arthur Weasley is a sexy mother. I'm not even saying the character. It's more like that actor and his acting choices, I think, are weird. And I'm like, that guy's, his energy is all off. He's all off. Well, I guess I never read the book. It's a different conversation of, like, the character, I guess. I was talking about the, I think we're both talking about the character. But if you're looking at the movie, you, you can't separate the two in this discussion. It's not just the character, because when I read the book, I'm imbuing him with whatever in my brain. 
but we're only talking about this guy's acting choices. Okay. You are like, that's so hot. Yes. Molly. Ryan, do you have anything to add? I'm drowning here. No, I, I think we beat this. Yeah. <laughs> we really have. It was split 50-50. <laughs> I think it was like 89-11. I know, I know. Although I did get a good look at all the people who voted for him. I know who you are. I see I see how you vote. I know. These aren't anonymous. Um, I remember like being so nervous going to the, this book of like who's going to die because they open up. Mad-Eye Moody dies like right away. Yeah. And it kind of. Uh, a character death that big, like in the first chapter or two, sets the tone. There's no reason to hold back. A lot of people are going to go. Anyone could yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> when they're hiding out at the black home and uh, Hermione, like, they're just like hanging out and Ron's like, she's like teaching Ron how to play the piano. Like he's a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like teaching him like chopsticks and he like can't really process it. <laughs> I just thought, I'd never really noticed that. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> A bit gentler. Okay, I think I said this before, but like Deathly Hallows is like Endgame before there was Endgame. Every single person you yes. ever saw, we're gonna bring back a slew of cameos, especially when they get to the the battle at the castle. You're right, yes. You're like a million people. Like every single character you ever saw is brought back, basically. You know who never comes back is Lockhart. Piece of shit. Well, he actually... Um, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, actually. Well, actually. <laughs> they go to the hospital in the fifth one to visit Arthur Weasley, the dilf, who gets <laughs> Yeah, okay. Gets bit. Just boof straight on. It's like a hospital ward, and Lockhart is there, and they talk to him for a second, and he still like doesn't really know what's going on. Oh. Part one, it's so different from the other ones. It's like this weird road movie. It's like, <laughs> feels so different. It in, does. in a way that's like kind of fun, but it really is like, am I, it doesn't feel like it's in the same franchise. It's so weird. In part two, that you see like the shot of the castle and you're like, oh, oh yeah. we're back. Oh, yeah. Okay. This whole this setting we've been around for six <laughs> movies. We just haven't seen it all. Oh, I don't know if you noticed this too. When they're on the run, they can't say Voldemort's name. Did you notice they start calling him You Know Who? Yeah. It's because. The ministry that's like under Voldemort's control has set up a thing where if someone says their name, it like sets off an alarm and people go find him. So to like stay hidden, they don't say his name. Oh. And that's why when they visit Luna Lovegood's dad, who I say could be a dilf. No. Interesting. Get out of here. You know Unstable who, You as know well. who that is, right? You it's know, not Yogurt. It's mayonnaise. There it is. Yeah. He's also the lizard in The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. You're right. He's not a dilf. He's kind of gross. You'd be like, I don't, I'm okay. Yeah. Thank, thank you, though. But I'm, I'm flattered, but thank you. <laughs> That's why when he, he says, politely declined. when he says Voldemort, oh. like everyone shows up. Oh. And they like get out of there. That's why he did that. Oh. To like, anyway. I remember just thinking like, I like the pacing of these two movies. I was like, I kind of wish they were all kind of given this like treatment to breathe a little bit. Because like mm-hmm. I said, books basically three through six just kind of rush through the story. Like one of my favorite parts is after Harry sees Snape's memories. They let him just kind of sit there on yeah. the steps and like the weight of everything. Just sit with it. And I really like that they do that instead of just rushing on to the next plot point. Mm-hmm. I never had much attachment to Dobby, but I surprisingly got a little emotional mm-hmm. when he died. Did you it's guys? Sad. I know it's really sad. I know a lot of people really get like the Dobby part really gets them, but I've always was just like, This guy's so annoying to me. <laughs> well, he's I, funny in the seventh one. He's much more charming in this yeah. one. And he has his little shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> but I do feel like there's a lot more Dobby and just elf stuff in the books. Yeah, that's true. Um, that you can become way more attached to him. 
I didn't really take any notes because I was just so Locked like in. zoned in the whole time. Because once you get to the castle, it's just like nonstop until the end. I know. And like I was missing things every now and then when we would say something or I would be like, what? And then I would miss the next thing. And it was, I didn't want to do that. I was just like, uh, uh, Ryan? <laughs> we have some questions that I asked everyone yeah. to prepare some answers for. We talked a little bit about how Seamus just has his like one note personality. And I wanted to know what you guys, if you were in featured like three minutes over the course of several movies, what would be the, just the one note personality trait that they would hammer home for you? It's like, that guy likes blowing up stuff and that's all there is to him. But you know what? It paid off in this one. You're right. It did. I kind of forgot, kind stuff. Of forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't take it that way. I just kind of was like, what would be fun and funny? Mine would be like, ever. I was alert. <laughs> I was allergic to everything, and everything just made me go like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Oh, so you meant like, like, oh, that's that's what she does in these movies. What is the funny thing that like I would get to do to be like, yeah. oh, Courtney, she's allergic. <laughs> yes. Mine would definitely be like, someone would say something, and I would respond with a movie quote, and be like, <laughs> oh, you know that's from this movie, and everyone's like, we get it, movie guy. Like something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be mine, right? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking something around uh, the toast, the food. Um, like, have you tried this toast? <laughs> it's pretty good. It is good. Like, the, every time you see them at breakfast, they're, like, talking. Joel in the dungeon. And then you just pop up. Have you guys tried this toast? There's this new toast. Okay, so say this inevitably gets remade into a Netflix series. And you have to recast them today. Who are you recasting? I, I had a couple names. I just kept it. I tried to keep it as brief as possible. But Harry Ron Hermione. Yeah. Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Voldemort. Snape Sirius. I, put, I have a feeling lots of ours are going to overlap. I think some of ours are going to overlap. Well, and I'm pretty sure this only popped up because we all already agreed on one casting choice. Uh-oh. Which I feel like it's the obvious one. Oh, yeah. 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 So, for Harry, I think uh, Noah Jupe could do a good job. Whoa. Totally. <laughs> but do you know what's weird is I put Noah Schnapp. Shut the f*** up. That's what I wrote. Will Shut Byers? up. Yeah. And Will I, Byers, And I thought yes. about Noah Jupe. Noah Jupe is great. Did we look at the same articles, I wonder? No, I didn't okay. really look at it. I just looked up. I looked at some to get did. some like I did inspiration. Too. Who are yeah. child actors? I don't know. <laughs> just a bunch of Noahs look. over here. Um, okay. That then, is so weird. Let's maybe do like each character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. okay. Totally. Go ahead. So you're Harry. My hair oh, no, is just... Noah Schnapp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine yeah. too. Okay, got it, got it. So weird. Cut that, please. Stay <laughs> <laughs> um, in there. People have to know. Ron, I was struggling because at first I was trying to think of someone redheaded. There's no redheaded kids it's anymore. Tough. It's tough. And or they're just weird looking. Realistically, these three would probably be like open casting calls, right? Totally. Yeah. But yeah, who who do you got? Uh, so I went with um, Jack Dylan. <gasps> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Are you serious? Did we all go Jack yes, Dylan? Yes, yes, it's right there. Don't look at the other ones, but it is right there. She'd be great though. Be great. He'd be so good. I was like, look at their list of like actors under twenty, and I saw his name. I was like, yeah. Like, oh, I, I forgot how much I love yes. him. Yeah. Oh my! And he's in Shazam. In yeah, the- he's so great funny. In really Shazam. good. Okay. <laughs> wow. So we all did. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, Hermione. I thought this might be recency bias. Oh no. Yeah, but McKenna Foy. Oh. I went McKenna Grace. Right, no, sorry, McKenna Grace. McKenna Grace, not Who McKenna did you Foy. Do? 
Uh, this is so basic, Millie Bobby Brown. Mm. I almost, I thought about that. I also thought of Sadie Sink, but I think she's a little too old. Same. Oh, Mechanic Grace is good, though. Should we do sta- uh, Snape I, next? I, yeah, because we all, mm-hmm. on the count of three, ready? One, two, three. Adam, Adam Driver. Driver. <laughs> That's the only choice. You I literally go. spent like an hour thinking about this, trying to think of someone else who could do as good a job. I couldn't it's really. perfect. Yeah. yeah. In fact, it like reoriented my whole casting because I'm like, well, if he's like 38, then that like <laughs> that like places where everyone else has to be age wise for like the rest of the cast. Okay. Uh, Dumbledore. Um, he's in these movies. Oh my gosh. Bill Nye. <laughs> no. Did you guys both say that? Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Yep. Okay. Wow. I went Morgan Freeman. Oh, I thought that, about Morgan that's Freeman. That's not bad. As well. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'll Man. tell you the other two I had in. I thought about until I realized Bill Nighy. I wondered about Jeremy Irons, mm. but I'm like, he might be too harsh. Mm-hmm. And then I thought Colin Firth. I also thought about Colin Firth. Okay, that's really weird. But I was like... I he, have Colin Firth for something else. I think he's a little too soft for Dumbledore. Fair. And then I was like, Bill Nighy has it both. He could be like he's, stern, but Bill like Nighy so... Bill would be great. In about time, you know, he's so like... Oh, so you're fatherly. Just the, you're, yes. yes. Also, how weird is it that both Bill Nighy and uh, Dom, Donald Gleeson... Are both in this movie. Yeah. No, not only that, Donald Gleason and his actual dad, Brendan Gleason. Brendan Gleason is mad I moved. <laughs> what? They're in the same scene together. That's his dad? I did not know yeah. that's his dad. They don't look alike at all, huh? Whoa. Yeah. 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 All right. For Voldemort, I thought, what if Voldemort was kind of hot? And so I went with Alexander Skarsgård. Ooh. Oh. That's not bad. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. I went with Colin Firth for this one. Interesting. I think I thought he could be well because I was trying to think of like actors who who are like colleagues with Ray Fiennes. Okay. And that's how oh. I thought of Colin Firth. Okay. I went also with sexy, but also life, and I picked Michael Fassbender. I also thought about Fassbender. You always pick Michael Fassbender because he needs more work. He, he does. He's he would fantastic. be a good Voldemort. Two other I was wondering about was Daniel Day Lewis. Mm. Oh. Um, Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, Mads. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Serious Black. I originally thought of Fastbender for Serious Black, but then I corrected and went with Sam Rockwell. Whoa. Whoa. I like that. <laughs> okay. All right. I went Oscar Isaac. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I went with James McAvoy. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't like completely sold on that. James, that might be a better Lupin. He's oh, not yeah. like he's not like like Oscar Isaac is sexy. Yeah, and like James McAvoy, there's he can do that. Yeah, he can get it. He can, but not like you don't see him and you're not just like oh man. No, he has the same sex appeal that um, Lupin has. I feel like he would maybe be better yeah. as Lupin. But you're right. There's actually a bunch of people I saw that I was like, that's a better Lupin. I was trying to slot Tom Hardy somewhere, but I couldn't land. I was also thinking about Tom Hardy trying yeah. to squeeze him in. I also thought about Oscar Isaac. That's a, yeah, that's a good one. I also wonder about Jude Law, maybe, for Sirius Black, but I kind of don't think but he's, he's young, got the right energy, he's young too. Dumbledore. So that's what, yeah. Well, this is like totally... Got it, got it. Oh, Bill Nighy. Bill Nighy, you're right. Who's Bill? I made oh. my own rules and then you're contradicted right. them. Oh, a moment of self-awareness thank you um <laughs> i added one i added two wow Guys, we are all like on the I, tell me tell me tell me okay so for, maybe tell the name and i'll try to come up with someone really quick okay i thought of a bellatrix okay and a mcgonagall okay i thought of a mcgonagall okay. say your mcgonagall first jillian anderson oh who's oh oh From, yeah um, x-files, X-Files? yes 
I don't know if you've watched Sex Education on Netflix. Uh uh-uh. uh. But she's like a professor kind of and just has that energy. Okay. okay. I went Dame Judy Dench. Mm, mm-hmm. But it felt like a boring choice for McGonagall. Oh, this is McGonagall? Oh, yeah, this yeah. was McGonagall. Got it. Oh, <laughs> you thought like, it was Bellatrix? <laughs> I was like, uh. <laughs> and Ryan's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Okay. Like a sexy Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> well, the one I saw a lot that I thought was really good was Emma Thompson. I thought oh, about yeah. that. She she would do a great job. It's funny all these actors that were like the younger characters have now twenty years later. Totally, yeah, she would be great, McGonagall. I was also trying to put Ben Affleck somewhere. <laughs> I just couldn't. I was also trying to slot. I was trying to slot Jodie Comer somewhere. Too. Oh, that's who I. That's because I, I wonder about Ben Affleck too because I was doing like the rounds of uh the last duel rounds. But I was like. Adam mm. Driver, Jodie Comer. Like, Could Jodie Comer be Lily Potter? The, I actually saw her on some fan casting. Oh, really? Was, yeah. Well, I thought about Jodie Comer for Bellatrix because that Villanelle oh, energy. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's neurotic, yeah. like in Killing But she Eve. does it in a, like a charming, totally. crazy way. The one I saw a lot was Eva Green. Oh, I could see that too. Guys, that's nuts. That, <laughs> that Jack Dylan one was insane. <laughs> so funny. I also wanted just to rank oh, yeah. the books and movies. Now, Courtney, you might have to sit this book one out, <laughs> considering you've never read the books. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, movies go, first. Go, go books first, because okay. I'm still finishing out my movies. Books. Start from... Bottom? Lo- yeah. Okay. Last to first. The bottom. Five. Okay. Then one. Got it. Two. Okay. Four. Got it. Six. Seven. Three. Oh. Azkaban's your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Ours are fairly similar. Okay. So, starting from last to first, mm-hmm. one. Okay. Five. Okay. Two. Oh. Three. Okay. Seven. Uh huh. Four. Uh huh. Six. Okay. Honestly, though, depending on my mood, I think I could shuffle between like six, four, or three. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're all just. I just love learning about the Horcruxes and Voldemort's past and all that shit. It was just like so thrilling. It's so you're just blown away. They're honestly all fantastic. Right. Yeah. There's none I'm going to be mad about reading. I am excited for you to read them at some point. I think I'm going to read them like ASAP. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They're so good. And you just burn I through would them like too. to read them. I was thinking of making this my New Year's resolution. To read Harry and Potter? And my 30th birthday <gasps> resolution. Wow. Okay. That's a good Harry one. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Okay. Should we rank the, the movies? The movies. The movies. Number eight, Chamber of Secrets. Number seven, Order of the Phoenix. Number six, Sorcerer's Stone. Okay. Number five, Half Blood Prince. Number four, Goblet of Fire. And I can't tell if this is recency bias. It might. Well, who knows? But I really do think the last two are the best. Are some of the best. And I just kept number... So my top three are Deathly Hallows Part 1 and Deathly Hallows Part 2. And then my top is Prisoner of Azkaban. Wow. That's your favorite one. Well, I think so. I kept it my favorite one because I wanted to stay away from recency bias. And I also just have... That's always been my favorite one. Wow. Interesting. Okay. At the bottom, number eight, Chamber of Secrets. Okay. Number seven, The Sorcerer's Stone. Okay. Six. Deathly Hallows Part 1, 5, Goblet of Fire, 4, Half-Blood Prince, 3, Order of the Phoenix, 2, Prisoner of Azkaban, and obviously recency bias, maybe, but 1, Deathly Hallows Part 2. Wow, a lot of uh, high, high Azkaban stuff. Okay. We're Azkaban fans. 
<clears throat> We're Azkab fans, if you will. Azkabanians. Yeah. Azkab fans. No, Azkab fans is funnier because it's also kind of hard to say. <laughs> I meant to say Azkab fans, but it didn't come out that way. It came Azkab fans. Azkab fans. <laughs> As a cup fan. <laughs> Azkab fans. All right. Mine are number eight, Sorcerer's Stone. Number seven, Chamber of Secrets. Number six, Prisoner of Azkaban. Number You're five. You're just going in order. No. Here's, I'll shake it up. Number five, Deathly Hallows Part One. Number four, Goblet of Fire. Number three, Half Blood Prince. Number two, Order of the Phoenix. And number one, Deathly Hallows Part Two. Okay. I have a theory of why Deathly Hallows Part One is lower for Ryan and me, is because when you just see that movie by itself and then don't see the next one a couple days later, it's like an incomplete movie. Yeah, I could it's, see that. But like seeing them back to back, I could see how you're like, wow, like a one-two punch. Like this is, this is great. Well, I also just, I loved the beginning jumping in and just, you're just like, bam, everything's dark and scary. Yeah, it's really. It's, I like that. That's, it, I do really like it, but it's, I have to knock some points for being a little incomplete. Fair enough. But I don't think, I don't think part two, Deathly Hallows part two is recency bias. It's just you're getting so much payoff. It's that, that's constant yes. action, and it's it's cool. It's end game portals. You're yeah. just like this is all what this has all been building up to, and like we're just payoff now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and it's very rewarding and satisfying. In fact, I kind of wanted to talk about let's share our favorite and least favorite characters. Okay, least favorite character. It's kind of tough because I liked them all. Um, I might have to go with Ginny. Mm-hmm. I just think she's a little miscast. Well, and when they finally. Or not finally. When they kiss at the end, it's weak. I feel nothing. It's yeah. <laughs> no, no. You, in fact, you almost feel like like uncomfortable. I don't like, You're like it. Uh, keep yeah. Let's let's keep move. Let's you keep both, move past this. You both aren't into each other at no. all. No. Yeah, it's they they have like no chemistry. Yeah. Um. So I might pick her by default, but I don't really think there's like a bad performance per se. But I think that's probably where I'm. That character, when it's anything Ginny and Harry related, I'm just like moving on. Um. Favorite character. I mean, I. I couldn't really narrow it down, but I definitely, I really like Voldemort. I think he's great. I think Ray Fiennes is so good as him. Yeah, that's so To scary. the point where, like, you're not even, you're just, like, I don't even know that's Ray Fiennes. I'm not seeing yeah. the performance. I'm just seeing this character. It's crazy. I think uh, Alan Rickman's really good as Snape, even if he really, le- lean, like, leans into his, like, monotone talking when he's, like, threatening the student body. <laughs> Any person found to have knowledge of these events... Who fails to come forward will be treated as equally guilty. And then I think Daniel Radcliffe as Harry. He's just so he's very very good. Like it's so naturalistic the way he's acting. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he does an amazing job. I think he's really good in these movies. He's my favorite character. Um, I don't disagree with everything you said. Um, for me. McGonagall really shines in this movie. Ryan. Um, she finally gets some lines and she gets some action. She gets some action. And when she kind of when she lights the statues up and says, I've always wanted to do that spell, you just kinda of like, Okay, you're kinda of fun. Yeah. <laughs> or what about when Filch comes in and she's like, You bumbling idiot <laughs> And then she just takes over and lights the candles and the whole school cheers. It's great. <laughs> Do you know they almost didn't have, they almost had like Harry and Snape do a standoff. Oh. And I was like, no, it's so much better with her stepping, because it really is like, whoa, like mom and dad are fighting. Yeah. She's done. Yeah. yeah, It's like. She's done. It's it's happening now. Something else I noticed in that scene is when 
he Snape deflects her stuff back at the other two guys, so they get knocked out, and then he uh, bails. Yeah, yeah, I'm knocking them out, and then I'm out of here. Uh huh. Which I thought was I don't know, was really cool. Oh, I didn't even think about that, but he, you just hate him, but you recognize him nice. and love him. Yeah. And then in that same scene, my least favorite character is that one girl who's like, "Well, somebody grab him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And all of, of Slytherin house. Yeah. What if you were like, I kind of like Harry, but now I'm in Slytherin because of this idiot. Like now we're in the dungeon for the rest of the night. <laughs> Like, you know what? All of Slytherin, get the hell out of here. <laughs> all of you. We're all about unity here, but like, let's just like take a whole group of you and other yeah. you and take you into the basement. You're, You're done. You're done. done. Like, she's like, she, I'm not taking risks. No. You're out of here. Every one of you. <laughs> Guilty by association. Get out of here. My favorite character, I'm going to go with Neville in this one. Neville Because he really shines. He kills the snake. That part's great. It is. Um, I don't want to say this. But you have to. Follow but your I heart. might do it Just because it. I don't. I don't think he's my least favorite character. I would maybe go with Ginny as well, but for the for the sake of being a little different, I would say Ron in this one doesn't have much to do. Maybe he's just kind of there. Well, he's given a lot in part one. He is. Yeah, he is. I know. In that- the second one, though, he just doesn't. He. Have it's no- just wrapping up the Hermione and. Have, Ron you, have you noticed that a lot of it, like? Harry and Hermione will be talking, and Ron will just be kind of standing there yes. in the back. I noticed that happens a lot throughout the series. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I was thinking, like, as the movies progress, it feels even more like Harry and Hermione are best friends, and Ron is also their friend, instead of Harry and Ron are best friends, and Hermione is also their friend. Yeah, I can see that. Anyway. Uh, and least favorite moment and favorite moment. I do, I do not like the the dancing part in the woods when Ron leaves that whole thing I'm just like oh this was kind of long and then my favorite I love when Harry's in the woods and and Voldemort's like Harry Potter the boy who lived come to die it's like so he it's like everything in him is just like trying to kill harry and it's so good and the whole part with him and dumbledore like harry potter and dumbledore professor is this all real or is it just happening inside my head of course it's happening inside your head harry why should that mean that it's not real that actually, I actually was like, oh, Michael Gambon seems like he has a little bit of spark in this scene. Might have been nice to have some of this more in his, <laughs> yeah. in his other performances throughout the series. Huh. Yeah. Do you like how Voldemort was just so giddy, too? Apparently when he hugs Draco. Oh, that part is crazy. That was like an ad lib. Like, he just did that <laughs> on, <laughs> on the fly. That's why uh, Tom Felton kind of just stops and is like, I don't really know what to do. <laughs> so that was great. Oh, we didn't talk about the Malfoys just bailing. Oh, I, like, yeah. I like that too. I do too. Although they were going to have Draco throw Harry a wand when Harry like wakes up and takes off running. They didn't like include it, but I kind of wish they had to give him a bit more of a redemptive yeah. like. Because at the end, he's like totally redeemed himself. Well, like when they're when they're at the train and they smile at each other. They're like, oh, hey, oh, hey man. Right. It's just kind of like, you guys, hey, Draco's you, you, a bad person. You tried to kill me. Yeah. And several people that I love. Yeah. yeah, boys will be boys. Locker room talk. The whole movie's great, number two. But the whole castle getting prepared scene gets me every time. I love that whole sequence. I also love the moment at the very end when Filch is just sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> I 
didn't know I was going to love Filch so much. <laughs> He's the secret MVP for you. Really it's also is. funny because it's like people have magic. They can like bloop, 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 fix this up. Yeah, just enchant your broom. But he's just like, uh, he, he, he can't do magic. He can't? No. He's something called a squib where it's someone that's born like from witches and witches but doesn't have magic. Oh, he's the opposite of a mudblood. Yeah. Which wow. is worse. And that's why he like hates, <laughs> yeah. the, that's why he like hates the students kind of. But wow, Dumbledore, feels, explains Dumbledore feels bad for him, so he kind of gives him a job. Got it. But that's why he thinks. You sweep. Yeah, like you can sweep in that corner. That's why he thinks he's being targeted in, in the Chamber of Secrets when oh. his cat is killed. Because he's like, Cause you're coming after me because I'm a squid. Oh, okay. I yeah. got that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just did one scene of running weird. And then oh they're gosh. like, you do that now in every movie. <laughs> yes. That's and it sense. lands every time. Yeah. Because he's just like holding a fluffy cat, but like trying to run. <laughs> And the running is like very vertical. It's like just kind of hopping, <laughs> bouncing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he just looks pissed, but he's there to help. <laughs> like clutching his side, like he's like, can't breathe, right? Yeah. Like, where's his room? It must be far away. <laughs> Cat's name's Mrs. Norris. <laughs> Mrs. Norris is a little bitch, though. <laughs> you know that. You know he does some weird shit with that cat. <laughs> Uh, remember that YouTuber <laughs> um, who had to apologize and say I never did anything with my cat? <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. Why would you specify? <laughs> but after you say that, wouldn't you be like, like, what have I done to get me to this moment? <laughs> Some maybe slower points for me are in uh, part one, just sitting in the forest at different times. It's kind of like, let's move this along. Let's get going. I agree. That's kind of my where it kind of loses me a little bit. I feel like they maybe could have condensed some of the different like side quests things to yeah. kind of make it maybe move a bit more briskly. And they would have if they would have combined it into one movie, but but they didn't. Yeah, some of the just horcruxing about looking for horcruxes kind just... of lost me a little bit. My favorite parts definitely the prince's tale. So it's when he goes and looks at Snape's memories. Mm-hmm. You finally get the like missing pieces of what the story is, where you finally understand like what Snape and Dumbledore were doing, like what the plan was and everything. Um, and then my favorite scene is when he uses the resurrection stone mm. and sees everyone. That part is, it just is, it's so beautiful and mm-hmm. just, it guts me every time. It's so, it's so sad. You've been so brave, sweetheart. Why are you here? All of you. We never left. Does it hurt? Dying? Quicker than falling asleep. You're nearly there, son. I'm sorry. I never wanted any of you to die for me. And Remus, your son. Others will tell him what his mother and father died for. One day, he'll understand. You'll stay with me. Until the end. And he won't be able to see you? No. Where you see.
Stay close to me. Always. Well, and I love that that none of them are like, you're not going to die. You're not going to, you know, like. They're they're very real with him. It's so well executed. Mm -hmm. I love to see our boy Gary Oldman show for a second. Just for one second. He's so beautiful. (laughs) What year did this come out? 10 and 11. That was during the, the 3D. Oh, 3D. Oh, I would Glory rather days. die than see this movie in 3D. One of the times I saw it was in 3D, and when Voldemort flakes off, it kind of like flakes at you. It was kind of cool. And the snake. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Snakes scare the shit out of me. People who aren't scared by snakes are, are weird. Yeah. They're missing something in their brain that tells them how to stay alive. I yeah. would add <laughs> any right. sort of amphibian or reptile. Oh, you're angering some of our fans, probably. Well, I don't care. Those I'll, are disgusting. I'll say snakes and spiders. Snakes and spiders. If you have a pet snake or pet spider, it's... if you have a pet spider, give us a call. <laughs> and if you have a pet spider, <laughs> don't even think. Stay about away. It. Yeah, move. We really went hard into that joke, didn't we? Sorry, I tried to deflate it, get to the joke first, right. so you guys wouldn't. Yeah, we were already I, there. We were just rushing. We were just. <laughs> we, were, we were. We were Harry and Voldemort like <laughs> army crawling to those wands. Guys, we did it. We watched all of Harry Potter. We did. Have you ever watched them in succession like this in any like way like that? It's the no. first time you've just like Probably marathoned Probably the first them. three maybe I've watched in a row. Wow. That's it. Any other final thoughts? I had a great time. I did too. It, it was, was a, really It was fun. a really fun like fall winter project that we had. Yeah. It really was. Highlights of the week. Yeah. Me too. We all start well. crying. <laughs> <laughs> just slowly fades out to the our soft sobs. Okay, Ryan, thank you. You were here every step of the way with us on this journey, every every screening we had. It was Truly, really truly the Harry Potter of our personal universe. <gasps> Who's that, make us? Ron and Hermione. <laughs> just, a, just a quiet eyebrow just, race. Oh. It's been my, my absolute pleasure to be here. Oh, thank you, Ryan. Can't wait to come back. To be clear, I'm still Ron, you're Hermione. That's what I okay, thought, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I'm in the books. Your hair's actually kind of bushy now. You know what? You're right. I don't know how to. It's kind of Hermione. I actually, I've been asking you like, I need what product I need to like. It's it gets like really out of control in the back. Well, I keep telling you, and you keep saying "Mm, no. (laughs) He's like, what product should I put in my hair? I'm like, I don't know, curl cream. He's like, well, no, it's uh. more, it's more like, what do I need to do to my hair to get it to not be so frizzy? And you're like, put product in it. I'm like, I have to get a second opinion. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. So stupid. All right. You can find us. Okay. I'll just jump in here. You can find us on Instagram at Wife Watches. You can find us on Twitter at Wife underscore Watches. Not the underscore. Send us an email at MyWifeWatchesMovies at gmail.com. Give us a call. Send us a voicemail. Whatever you want to do. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Accio bed. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And remember, only I can live forever. (laughs) Oh, my God.